This is Dental All-Stars, where we bring you the best in dentistry on marketing, management, and training. Here's your host, Alex Nottingham. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex Nottingham, founder of All-Star Dental Academy, and we have Heather, our VP of Training and Phone Skills Instructor. Hi, everybody. And we are talking about dental telephone scripts and why you should stop phone call scripts and stop selling. Scripts, that's a fun topic. I know you know a lot about this one, Heather. Mm -hmm. So what is the allure of scripts? Why are scripts so popular? I think they're popular because people assume that they're easy, that it's the words that you say that are more important than, than what's being said. Um, obviously it takes more work to train a team member on verbiage versus a script. You can just hand them and say, read this, follow the script, stick to it. So they figure that's, it's like a magic bullet for phone verbiage. If you say these words, you're going to have an amazing experience on the phone. Everybody's going to make an appointment. So I think that's what the allure is for it. It's like this one thing. If you say this one, this one script, this one phrase, everything will change in your office. Yeah. And a flood of new patients will come. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's a short it's a shortcut. It's it's a lazy way out in, in reality. And it's it's often you have a kind of once you you do it the wrong way, you have to then correct the problem or issue with it. So why do scripts, in your opinion, why don't they work? Well, the main reason is that it sounds scripted. It doesn't sound genuine. Each person has a different personality. It's also not just the words that you're saying, but how you say it. It's the inflection. It's the tone, tonality, all these different things. And I think patients can tell that it's, it's not genuine. I mean, if anybody's ever called like AT&T before, or <laughs> I know dental team members, if you've called an insurance company before and you get somebody and they're just so obviously reading off of a script and you ask them questions that are a little bit outside the box and you can tell that they're just reading you the same thing over and over again, it's very frustrating and it doesn't seem real. And it, there's not that personal connection so that's, I think, the biggest problem is that it doesn't, it's not genuine. It's, it sounds scripted, essentially. So. And they're deceptive, too, because mm -hmm. when I would call and speak to somebody, let's say it's AT&T or Google or whatever, and we know we, we've been outsourced because the accent mm -hmm. is foreign, and that's okay. Nothing wrong with mm -hmm. that. I just can tell that it's outsourced. And they'll say things that at first put me at great ease and they're great mm -hmm. verbiage. I'll go, I can definitely help you with that. And we will resolve that during this mm -hmm. call. Don't worry. Don't mm -hmm. worry, whatever. Yeah. But they don't resolve it. Right. And so it's good verbiage. <laughs> it's kind of like, and I think we, we mentioned this before in one of our talks, it's kind of when we like to watch the office with Michael Scott. What's mm -hmm. his name? The, the actor. Who plays I don't him. remember now. We forget his name. Anywho, the, he goes <laughs> to this, this Steve Carell. Steve Carell. He goes to his yeah. board meeting, 
and the company is Dunder Mifflin is losing money. They're going to go bankrupt. And then he decides to tell everybody at the meeting, we are going to fix this. We're going to come up with a 12 point plan in five minutes or 20 minutes. <laughs> 48, point all, plan. 48 plan. <laughs> and they're screaming. You know, he starts 12 point plan. And they're screaming oh, 48 point plan. And we're going to get it done. Yay. And they're all screaming and you know, they're excited and he wasn't able to deliver. It's a much like politics too. Why most people are very negative about politics, whatever side you choose, because they say things and they, they never do it, or they say thing once and the other. So the problem is you got to be careful what you're saying. It sounded scripted, scripted, and if you're saying or conveying great customer service but you don't deliver on that, then that can make it worse than to begin with. Because if you're, what was that commercial that we've seen where they say? Oh, we're just okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so there was one where this doctor comes in and he's like, "Oh, I, I, I just got my boards reinstated again," and he's like, "Oh, I, the patient's like, I'm nervous," and the doctor's like, "Oh, I'm nervous too." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah. "There's a tattoo artist example where the guy's doing tattoo work and he goes, oh, I'm, I'm the, I'm a whatever tattoo artist.' He's, like, "Oh, you're the best tattoo artist." He's like, "No, I'm just." So he's saying that's the okay. whole point of the commercials that we're just okay. But at least if you're just okay, you're saying you're just okay. And there's this whole idea of, of under promising and over delivering versus when you say a script that has been designed potentially for a high impact office and you are under delivering and over promising, that can be tremendously problematic. And, and that goes to the idea of the sales approach and why, it doesn't work so well because with with sales again we're we're using manipulation tactics and things that may work at first because it's human psychology when you use these words that like I can help you and I will help you and we're going to solve this but when you don't it's a big letdown when you mm. say people you take your their insurance and you come in and you really don't take their insurance that's a big letdown mm -hmm. and it's 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 just unethical it's mean it's horrible and it doesn't work so yeah. that's some things too important and the other thing as well is who's teaching you these scripts who created these scripts were they from a sales trainer a marketing company <laughs> i love marketing companies that are sales oriented tell you read our scripts because they want you to increase your new patients, but they don't care what the output is, which is, are they showing up? Are they booking appointments? What are the, are they happy? Your, are they happy? <laughs> because they've done their job. They got an appointment made. doesn't matter that they don't show up. That you have to be careful and look beneath what is being presented. It's that BS meter you have to kind of develop when it comes to that. And a lot of people are giving you scripts or, or training. You have no experience in business doing it. What are their backgrounds? Okay. What position do they, do they work? So if somebody never did it and never really answered the phone and they're telling you these things and not just answered the phone, but did it. And I'm pointing to you, Heather, because you've done it for more than a decade. It's one thing if it's like your side job is to answer the phone mm. and it's happened, you do. But if it's something that you are a master at, you get a different level of, of understanding. It's kind of like, would you rather work with somebody to train you on the piano, but they play every instrument or a person that only plays the piano? Who do you think has a deeper degree of mastery? 
So where are you getting the scripts from? Right. How are they being implemented? Are they sales-based? These are all things we want to be wary of and why they don't work. And it's not even the length of time doing it because yes, I did it for a long That's time. A There's a lot of team members and I'm not knocking anybody because you know experience is amazing to have and I believe that you learn things over time but there's a difference if it's focused to improve if the person is always focusing to improve themselves and evaluating themselves and training and listening to things versus just doing it for a set period of time because I could do a you know I've been driving for <laughs> longer than I care to admit but you'll say when you're in the car with me, oh, you're a terrible driver sometimes. And that's true, but I'm not practicing to improve myself. I'm just driving for the past however many years. It's right, if you're doing the, the same thing wrong for 10 years versus, right. and, and I think it's also the philosophy is very important of, of what you're looking to do. If you're looking for a quick fix, if you're looking for just a few, you wanna get them off the call in a few minutes, if you're not looking for the, the patient experience and the brand, do scripts, do sales training. That may work well for you. If you're not worried about negative reviews and doesn't bother you, you know, it's it's a machine you're building and the human component is not as important. Right. It doesn't feel good to me, but I don't want to be judgmental whereby that's bad. So mm -hmm. when I say it's bad, what I mean it's bad for my perspective of of how we should train. I'm more of a holistic approach more of a long-term approach, building a great brand and business. But if it's, look, you don't expect great customer service from Walmart. That's, you're getting low price and that's what you're getting. And that's, that's okay because that's what they invested in. You, you, it's like uh, one of our coaches, Heather said, you, you can't expect a donkey to be a racehorse. Mm -hmm. It's what it is. But if you are looking for great customer service, if you're looking to be the best, you do what the best do. And you choose accordingly. And you look behind the marketing blah and get to the, and that's what I always say to people. When you're making a decision on who to work with, whether it's what we do with this online training and coaching or anything, start with the heart. Start with that felt sense. What does it feel to you? Do you feel warm and fuzzy? Does this feel right to you, their philosophy? And if it doesn't, don't do it. Dentists so much, and myself included, we start here and we're not going here of how it feels. Because we have the ability to our unconscious whatever, and this is not woo-woo stuff, this is science-based research that shows that we are able to make decisions with our whole body that is much quicker and more depth than our mind. We already get this mm -hmm. kind of felt sense before we know. And I'll tell you, you all will be shaking your head. Yes, you've done something where you you felt it was wrong in your whole body. You still did it because you've talked <laughs> yourself out of it and it went horribly wrong. And you said, why didn't I trust that gut? Um, or trust my wife in that case. So I would just, <laughs> okay, yeah. I digress a little bit, back on the point. So instead of scripts, mm -hmm. we are big fans of what, Heather? Verbiage. Verbiage. So what's mm -hmm. the difference between verbiage and a script? So a script is literally like you're reading it off of a paper or it's, you know, very, very specific words that they're giving you to say and you really don't deviate from that. With verbiage, it's different verbal suggestions. So we have the great call process, which is a specific process in a certain order 
that guides the patient the best way we can through the process of scheduling them where we're politely taking control of the conversation, we're leading the patient to where we want them to be so that we can best help them. Because as dental professionals, we know how to help them better than the questions they know to ask. So instead of going through this script, we're essentially following a process where we're walking them through it and it puts us in control of the conversation and then we have these different verbal suggestions based on the personality of the patient, based on the personality of the dental practice. So different practices have different vibes. And so what we're teaching is sort of a construct of things that you as a practice can take and then change to make your own because we want each person in each practice to sound genuine. We don't want you to sound scripted. So we want you to be able to say, hey, I really like these verbiage suggestions that All Stars given me. I'm gonna take these and some of these other ones, I would tweak it a little bit and that's okay too. So that's, that's essentially what verbiage is. And I would say it's important. So a couple points with verbiage, we also go and you mentioned our great call process. It's important to follow a process or a mm -hmm. system, which is a formalized set of, of, of instructions towards an end. That's how can I have mm -hmm. a define a system is our goal is to improve customer service. And we have steps that help us along the way. And then we, mm -hmm. with, with the system, we pull verbiage that's appropriate in the situation. Mm -hmm. because what may work right now may not work later. You have to be skillful and that mm -hmm. takes a different level of training than scripts. Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned before, the John Wooden quote is if you don't have the time to do it right, when do you have time to do it over? You, many of you listening will nod your heads. Yes, as well. When you, so many things we try to shortcut it and it may work for the short term or not work at all. And we have to then fix the mistake we did. So, you know, with mm -hmm. Heather, which is also my wife, for those who don't know, she's always saying, Alex, why can't you just do it right the first time? We've got through all this <laughs> stuff, you know? So that's, that's kind of my MO, I guess we learned that way. So the system's very important. We also want to be mindful that we want to customize it to your own. So many dentists tell me that we're special, our office, and you are special, and you are different. And the verbiage will adjust based on inflections, where you are in the country, your clientele, mm -hmm. accents, all these things. And I think you have to make it to your own. We provide verbiage instructions in our program or, or recommendations, but you should be feel free to change them that fit. And I think it's very important to customize. Mm -hmm. So the next step is action steps, essentially. What are our next steps when it comes to verbiage, scripts, so on? We're not doing scripts, we're not doing sales, we're doing verbiage. Think mm -hmm. about what is your outcome? What is it that you want to achieve? In the blog post where I talk about decision-making, do I want to make more money? Do I want to save time? Do I want to reduce my stress? What's my outcome? Freedom, enjoyment of life, looking forward to coming into the office, all that has to be in your mind when you make a decision. We want to learn following a process or system and choose a system, as I talked about, based on not just your head, but your heart and what feels right, what I call the felt sense or what is called the felt sense by the research. Then 
from following the system, ours has, happens to be the great call process. So students that are listening will follow the great call process or those that sign up will follow the great call process. And then you want to develop verbiage or use verbiage that supports that and customize that and role play and train, train, train. Heather, you like to always say, always be closing, always be training. Always <laughs> yeah. be we don't do always be yeah. closing, ABC, we do ABT, always be training. Yeah. yeah. And stick with it. Perseverance, grit, little by little, stay the course. Those are all really important outcomes that we want to put into play as we develop our, our verbiage, as we develop our way to, again, outcome, answer phone calls in the highest level of customer service in a way that we're all on the same page that improves our life, right? Mm -hmm. Am I missing anything? I don't think so. No. <laughs> Again, I'm a big fan of next steps. All-star students, keep doing what you're doing. It's great. And keep refining, always practice, always be training. For those that aren't all-star students, you're always welcome to sign up, but I'm I'm more of a fan of that not pushing you to do anything because I want you to come to your own conclusion. I want you to feel in your own heart what's best for you and not make this into a sales pitch. So we always provide lots and lots of free education <laughs> because I know dentists take a long time making decisions, even if I make it very clear. And that's in general. I can show you right now why it's really clear you got to do X, Y, and Z, but it's got to come from you. You have to go through that process. And so I'm really, a, certainly what I'm told is, is our webinar, our webinars, we have multiple webinars, but I'm gonna point you to the Dental Practice Excellence webinar, which is a, a great webinar that will give you some verbiage on phone skills. Right there, you'll see verbiage, you'll see the great call process in play to give you a sense of how this all works together and help you on your journey of improving customer service, improving, improving phone skills and improving your life. So that's allstradentalpractice.com is a quick link to that webinar. I'll also include the links wherever you find us, whether you're watching us on YouTube or the podcast that on iTunes or whether you're reading us in the blog, it's all going to be there and give you lots and lots of free training, lots and a lot of great stuff to help your career and reduce your stress. So until next time, go out there, go out there and, and be... be an all-star. All we hope you enjoyed this episode of Dental All-Stars. Visit us online at allstardentalacademy.com.